Welcome to Negotiating Happiness, the show that helps you find happiness, success, and balance in your work and life. I'm Adriana Fierstra, your host for this journey into entrepreneurship and personal growth. We're broadcasting live on 107.7 and 105.3 FM in New Orleans as part of the United Public Radio Network. We explore the latest strategies, insights, and stories from successful entrepreneurs and experts. From managing stress to building a thriving business, we've got you covered. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Adriana Fierstro, and I'm your host of Negotiating Happiness. Today is December 4th. Uh, welcome, everybody. Grab your coffee, grab your lunch, and let's get into it. Uh, you are tuning in to 107.7 and 105.3 FM in New Orleans as part of the United Public Radio Network, and it is uh, 12 noon local time. Where I am, it is 1 o'clock Eastern time, and Today, I am here with the lovely Ariane. How are you? I'm very good. Hello, also from my side. Great to be here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited that you are here. Ariane, how do you say your last name? I didn't want to butcher it on live <laughs> radio. <laughs> it's all good. Thanks for asking. Lala Kea. Lala Kea. Very nice. Okay, so Ariane is here with us today and we will be speaking about embodied le leadership and she takes a holistic approach. Um, she will teach us how to use uh, one owns energy to be a leader in business and in life. I'm super excited to see how those two mix in together. Uh, so who is Ariane? She is a pioneering coach and facilitator in the field of embodied leadership. Her holistic approach, leading with head, heart, and sexual energy enables conscious entrepreneurs entrepreneurs to manage stress, anchor in trust, and use the wisdom of the body in business. She does offer one-on-one -on -one online support and in-person retreats to connect more to flow and intuition in business. She's got quite a few exciting projects on the go, and um, we are really excited to hear about this select Telegram group that she created, where it is, I believe, a learning community. Um, I will make sure to include it in the links today, guys, so make sure you tune in. We are also live with comments um, and questions please keep it constructive uh, we would be happy to answer any any that you may have on here so I am so excited that you accepted the invitation to be on here today because I have so many questions so I can't imagine that other people don't have as many questions <laughs> as I do <laughs> mm, so, thank you the pleasure yeah. is mine <laughs> oh, wonderful so let's start let's start right off is where are you locally um, I'm usually located in the Netherlands, but originally I'm from Austria and right now I'm in Austria and we have about half a meter of snow here. So it's really Christmas winter mm. wonderland. Yes. You guys have one of the best markets in the world actually too. I, I mean, everywhere, everything is Christmas right now. Right. So, um, that is awesome. Oh, hello. This is Helen at Azul Education. Hello, Helen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, stick around, Hello. ask lots of questions. We um, we will be happy to answer. Um, so I, I'm only talking about Christmas markets because on the weekend I went to Quebec City here in Canada and it's also 
very European inspired city um, and they have a beautiful beautiful market or actually probably more than one but the one in old Quebec City is beautiful so I can I could only describe it to the people that I was with as hey you should see the ones in Germany and Austria and Mm-hmm. Scotland and you know <laughs> For sure, <laughs> yeah. they're beautiful beautiful so even if even if you're not religiously inclined Christmas time is such a, a joyful you know time of year that I would like to to partake in all of the activities so um Absolutely. yeah so why don't you get us started tell us a little bit about your journey from burnout to healing that aligns with how you do business now and the reason why I chose this question first is because we talk about burnout a lot here we're all you know uh, we have different responsibilities and we are people as well not just business machines so burnout does happen a lot so take us through your journey Mm. Mm, yeah thank you so well i i started as a business consultant after university and i was like always like pushing 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 running 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 performing 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 achieving 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 That's right. so That's right. <laughs> the usual <laughs> right so um That's right. <laughs> um i was like i i considered myself as a brain on two legs i was like very disconnected from my body and my body was my last resources i was working long hours i was like um yeah always available all the time i was young i was enthusiastic i was ambitious and um It all went good until the moment it didn't anymore. And I developed an autoimmune disease and I um, found myself being like totally purposeless, like what to do, what, what else is there in life? So I went on a quest and this quest um, led me um, to find a deeper connection and relationship with my body and with my life force energy. I went to, um, to do a second master degree in positive psychology so i looked at the modern neuroscience around what is well-being and what is it that um that we need in our um, modern life in order to be connected to purpose in order to be connected to well-being and also on on the other side i was traveling for india and for hawaii and i was studying ancient wisdoms around like well-being holistic health Um, and all of these things. And then um, out of my own healing journey that led me to get in touch with this part in myself where I stopped outsourcing my feeling of success on external factors, but I came back to like really determining what is success for me and really listening to, um, to that very thing and internalize it. And the funny thing is that everything that I was striving to achieve before, all the like um, the car, the house, the money, everything, um, with the moment I stopped like running after that and leaned into really trusting that um, like what, what I have and really like internally sourcing my success, the rest came naturally. So it was like a, a, a good byproduct. And then... Yes. Um, Yeah. I think the <laughs> and kids then call it manifesting these days, right? That's what exactly. you hear on the internet. That's what the kids call it these days. <laughs> So we're going to go with that. Manifesting <laughs> your dream life or however, however right. <laughs> you want to call it. But yeah, it has to do like 
I, st I started to really connect with my body and I was like, wow, all of a sudden I could be so present. I stopped being overwhelmed and really increased my resilience. I learned how to be very grounded within myself. I learned um, how to use my um, life force energy and access a deep creativity and vitality within myself. And out of this, I basically birthed um, a business that is more focused on working um, with conscious sexuality as a personal development path. It's called Blix. And then the pandemic came and then I was like, okay, now I have been like, have had these two career paths. So where am I going now? And then I was like, oh, I really want to bring this knowledge about holistic leadership, about embedded leadership into businesses and support them to transform the way how we're doing business. Because I really believe that business needs to start to be more human centered and interconnected and also um, nature or mother earth centered. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, it's it's so funny that you say that because I recently saw um, a post about, um, it, it was it was somebody that was giving advice to business owners to not separate their accounts so that people are able to see their personal lives with their business lives. And uh, at first, I immediately was like, oh, I know, that would be a terrible idea. But I understood why she was saying that and it kind of resonates with what you just said you're not a product you're a human mm -hmm. so people like to see the human side of you they like to see um you know who who are you outside of this kind of you know business transaction or whatever you may call it right and i've always believed that people buy from you as a person especially mm -hmm. with, with business small businesses right we're not neither you or i are some corporate you know um, entity out there that doesn't have a face or a name really we're not a numbered corporation right so i mm -hmm. completely agree with that i do think that business needs to become a little bit more human and i think the more you understand human nature the more you're able to conduct business that way. But unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't, they can't do one, they, they can't do the other because they don't have the first, right? So the first part would be the understanding of human nature. So I'm so excited that you get to teach us a little bit today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what, so how, how would you explain this? How does body, mind, heart, um, life force, energy, uh, contribute to success in business and what practical strategies do you um do you teach that kind of lead us onto that path of leading with you know our own energy looking inwards rather than outwards kind of for that validation i love that you said that by the way yeah thank you yeah um so like when when we're connecting the body to business we're accessing our wisdom of our body and we have a wonderful compass here some people call it intuition some people call it like body feeling like what happens when we're running 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 all the time is that we are frying our nervous system all the time and at some moment we're over fried and this leads to collective burnout and i mean today it's almost like everybody wants to be like yeah i had a burnout or like yeah me too you know it's like everybody has has met this point of exhaustion or this point of purposelessness of like why am i running in a hamster wheel like where's this going um especially like um for for um, 
with with the changes in our society so it's like connecting the wisdom of the body and like using this wisdom that is that is here and instead of pushing through and like um detaching and dissociating from the body coming back into working with the body and for this finding more vitality at the end of the day and also being more present because what we're doing is like we're so much yesterday and tomorrow and like everywhere but the body is our like anchor in the present moment and many of my clients they're suffering from um, anxiety attacks from panic attacks from feeling overwhelmed from sleeping issues and um, this is mainly because they're consistently overriding the symptoms of of the body i mean i think it's also very like we all have been working so hard that we forget to eat or even to drink or even do, that yeah. we didn't go to the to the way you know <laughs> like this kind of um these kind of things um of course the chat exaggerating but bringing yeah. this into business and connecting to the heart energy um is like is, is what was resonates is what brings this interconnectedness this human element the heart into um into the um into the business and um in in life force energy or also like chi or kundalini or sexual energy um as it's called it has nothing to do with arousal but with really our portal of creation when we can access this in our body this center where we are um, creating where we're creating life but we're also creating ideas so like leaning back into the more yogic and tantric philosophy of like the wisdom of our energy centers that are there and learning how to use this so we can accelerate the way how we are showing up and this in business more um, practically speaking leads to be more radiant um, leads to be um, more focused less um, distracted leads to be more resilient so better able to holding the ups and downs especially as entrepreneurs super super important but also leads to like when i'm healthily connected to my body then I can also healthily connect to my business. If I'm having right. a relationship of my body with in and out, yes and no, I give you food, I don't give you food. I give you a lot of food, I fast for three days. You know, if I'm playing this kind of relationship with my body, most likely I play it with my lovers or I play it with my business. So learning yeah. to really like look into these patterns of relating and really, um, um, redefine those to finding healthy and securely attachments to everything that we're doing because as you said before we're bringing us everywhere where we are everything is interconnected it's not like me Ariane now business me and then I go to my down to, to the living room with my parents and then the girl me you know no this is not yes. how it works yeah you've said you've said so many things here so um, sorry <laughs> no and i want to say you've said so many things that i also resonate with and helen at azul education also just commented that some of this stuff is resonating which is really great it means that people are aware of these types of issues so i'm glad that we can kind of shed light on it a little bit so uh, i think the first thing that I, I wanted to mention was i never thought about um, using this life force, the the kind of the the part that you described as sexual energy, as it's not just for what we think of the first thing that comes to mind. It's also for creating, um, to being creative, creating life. So it makes sense to me that 
this would be the force that would also create other things in our lives. So it's really important for people to kind of pick up on that. I think that's the first differentiating or the first kind of like, oh, aha moment, you know, it's not mm -hmm. just about arousal. It's not just about your private life. It, it, you went on to explain how it all trickles down into your other relationships as well, including business and your partners and your family and what whatever else. So correct me if I'm wrong. What I'm hearing is, is we're just not listening to our bodies, which is not new, but you're, you're just explaining it on how to go about it and how to use that force inside to be able to listen to our bodies. Because I, for one, am really guilty of this. I will push myself until I get so sick that I have to take a day off or that I have to pause mm -hmm. this project or what I'm doing. Um, and that's not necessarily good. It is not good for business either. I think your clients would rather see you be efficient and thrive rather than see you be beat down every day. And I'm really, I'm really bad at this too. Um, the other thing I think was, I don't know, you just said so many wonderful things. <laughs> uh, the other thing was the interconnectedness, right? That we need to remember is this isn't just a bunch of words. This is just an explanation for what happens naturally. Um, this isn't something that's made up. This is just how our, we've chosen the speed, right? That we do business mm -hmm. at, that we mm -hmm. live at. This is a chosen speed. And what you're saying is, is your body doesn't work with that speed. Your body has its own speed and we choose to ignore it purposely, right? So we, mm -hmm. we kind of need to, to slow down. And I, a really good um, kind of parallel that I've heard that I like to think about myself now is, you know, mother nature slows down for an entire quarter mm -hmm. of the year. So why don't we, mm -hmm. right? Why don't we take the time to kind of, I'm not, maybe not seeing at the same time or, but I think we need to take from nature and understand that we are also nature mm -hmm. <laughs> just because Absolutely. we've got these like, you know, electrical mm -hmm. things around us and we've, we've created this lifestyle of go, go, go doesn't mean that we're still not creatures of nature and we need to, to mm -hmm. take a break on that. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that you, you've gone abroad and studied, which I think is fascinating. Um, I actually work with a client that's a Canadian charity that teaches about, um, it's religious education. So it's religions from all over the world. And I think they're so fascinating. I'm not really religious myself. I just like to observe in culture and, uh, and spirituality, other things. Right. But I love to learn about it. So tell us, um, how do modern and ancient wisdom combine in this methodology that you use um, to coach? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so many things. <laughs> I know it's such a big question. I'm so sorry. I realize it's a very big question. <laughs> Give us the cliff notes, if you will. <laughs> okay. Um, well, as you said, like we need to adjust to the pace to and like for bringing in more ancient wisdom is like this remembrance that we don't have to um, reinvent the wheel. Like there's things that are already here for us that we can lean into, which for example is mindfulness, it's compassion, it's gratitude, it's interconnectedness. These are the things that help us to to build and lead a more conscious and ethical business that is prioritizing the well-being of the individual and of the planet over the profit. 
which does not mean, like, as you said, like slowing down. I think there's a fear that slowing down means to miss out because we're so much um, of this, like, Peter Drucker market share and who has the biggest market share and all of these economic um, foundations that we as entrepreneurs have the chance to reinvent and decondition ourselves and still be highly successful and profitable, but not of the cost to others, ourselves and the planet Earth. So right. um, I, and, and I, I bring in also from positive psychology, um, a lot of modern neuroscientific knowledge that we now know where we realize like oh wow the yogis they knew this actually this wisdom actually a long time ago but it was not scientifically proven so i think now we're living in a very exciting um times where we start to see like oh wow actually this 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 stuff is real it's really it's yeah. really working. they knew what they yeah. were talking about they knew yeah, what they, they were knew. talking it's about. like you know you know when you have these like uh um, you know, all the grandmas, they know all of the things to heal you at home, like home remedies. And you don't, we didn't really know some of the science behind it. Now it's coming up. This is exactly what it reminds me of, right? So they knew, they knew what they were talking about. We just couldn't justify it with logic, I guess, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. And I mean, there's, as you said, with the seasons, there's always a time to, um, to, to rest and the time to be active and this is very important because if we if we have like we we know this when we when we put a garden out and we put the seeds in in the ground we don't go every one every half an hour to water it you know because we understand that it needs time to grow until the seed comes out and then when it comes to business and how we're showing up is like pushing pushing and more and like all of these like very aggressive approach that is um, overdoing, like overachieving, overdoing, overperforming, that is not leading anywhere. So it's about like really coming back to remembering that and to finding um, the individual flow. Like for women, when I work with women, I work specifically with our cyclical nature as women. We have different seasons throughout a month as menstruating beings where um where we have different hormones coming into play where we have different energies available for us i mean premenstrual syndrome is something that everybody knows which is not okay in fact that everybody knows because this is a, a this is a, a consequence of a of a woman who has been pushing too much that she has pain before her period you know right. so like right. all of these um um these things that we are gonna tackle with is like okay how can i bring in this cyclical awareness and work with that in my day-to-day -day, in my to-dos in my leadership and how can i show up um with this and feel more um alive more flow yeah and open myself up more to receive as i said if i keep on doing all the time how can i, I receive when i do all the time if i'm talking yeah. all the time i'm not able to receive a question right so i need right. to shut up also so this is the same <laughs> principle yeah. yeah yeah i'm really glad that you mentioned about um some of the pain that comes with you know the biology of a woman 
I have to say that I don't know about me where you are, but where we are, um, there's all of these, um, it comes from it comes, so all of these memes that I keep seeing they come from truth where you go to the doctor and you keep being told it's like hey I am having so much pain oh you're you have a uterus you're a woman it's normal hey so my legs about to fall off what do I do oh you have a uterus it's normal like it's so one misunderstood what it needs to be mm -hmm. and two just because you're a woman doesn't mean you have to experience that pain that is actually not normal and they teach mm -hmm. everybody that that's normal mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. oh it's you're yours because of your cycle because of this because of that no mm -hmm. it that comes from not understanding what what is actually supposed to happen and not paying attention to it enough and not putting enough you know money and research and uh time in medical school or in textbooks to be able to learn about what actually happens and everybody gets told that this is normal so i'm so glad that you also confirmed it is not normal mm -hmm. it is not normal for you to go through this much pain something is wrong and this is where you can start especially as a woman and I, I, men have hormones too and men have their own different cycles, but they're uh, daily, if I'm not mistaken, whereas mm. a women's cycle spans, it's monthly, right? So exactly. this is where you can start listening to your body. If your body is in pain, that's not normal. It's telling you to stop doing something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely, absolutely. It's that listening to the body and like, Another thing that I that I see a lot on on this is that many people they think when they're looking into Instagram is that they are relaxing, right? <laughs> and then they're wondering that nothing is shifting at all. I feel a little bit attacked now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> this hits home for a lot of us, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. me included, but I also I have to be really disciplined around these things because it can be so easy to get this dopamine kick and all, all the time this dopamine kick is what is leading us into this hustling culture that ends right. in us being burned out, having PMS, endometriosis, whatever, you name it, like fucked up relationships, all of that things. And um, I think it's our own responsibility to reclaim that first and foremost in my self-leadership and then in my, in my leadership, um, in my leadership of my every day, including my business, if I'm a business um, owner. And why I work with business owners is because I think business owners have the biggest responsibility in starting to do things differently. Right, right, because we operate in in both realms, right? We're not just consumers, we're also um, part of the demand process. Yeah, no, totally, mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. And um, it now it depends, right? Somebody, you could argue and say that small business owners have the most kind of flexibility to start changing things, but maybe not the most impact. And big business owners have the most impact, but maybe not as big of a flexibility. So it could go either way, but I think, I think we all need to start shifting. We need to shift how we do business, but it is hard because it's obviously very profit-driven and very capitalist view of everything. Um, it's kind of like that whole movement of, not movement, but the idea of shop small. It's, I would love to shop small all the time. It's not always convenient. It's not always available, right? So that's the, that's the trade-off. 
that's the trade-off that you have you have to make that active decision to be like I'm going to start supporting my community regardless of what the the implications might be and that's hard for some people it's also not always financially feasible right for some people we don't not everybody has this freedom to do that it's the same same idea right we have to start somewhere and we have to be intentional about it I absolutely agree but um I mean I absolutely agree that it's not like um, accessible to everybody but the tools that I'm working with they don't require any investment you know like you learn the tools and then you you go with it like you but I want to, to I want you to tell yeah. me about those tools yes because yeah. this is what most what other people are probably thinking too so tell me about some of the tools that you you provide for people Mm, so, or how you or how you go about in your coaching or your methodology just tell just give us a tidbit of information on so that people can understand that this is accessible to them yes thank you um so like we're getting intimate with the body itself so first and foremost and when like my approach is called leading with head heart and sexual energy so the first um, part is to um, start recognizing, okay, um, like, how does my body feel? Like connecting to the sensations and to the emotions in the body and learning how to track the own nervous system and how to regulate the nervous system. Because then we can get out from a surviving mode into a thriving mode. So we can access the state of relaxation, we can access the state of, um, uh, of like, yeah, of, of, being ex uh, of being connected to ourselves and not driven by any programs. So of pleasing or of overachieving or all of these things. So this is the first part of it. And then the second part within this work, there's going to be revealing some beliefs, some conditions. So we're going to do some shadow work, some um, maybe there's also some trauma. So we're looking into all of that. Also, as I said before, into how do I relate to my business? So really to to check how am I relating to that. This is on the on the body part. Then on the second part is the leading with the head, where it's more about like, okay, how can I embody my vision? Because as a as an as an entrepreneur, it's so important to keep like sight of the vision. Where am I steering towards? So how can I bring this into the present moment and embody this? So we're gonna bring this into an, a posture or into a movement and access the vibration of this vision that you're holding and you can implement this really quickly in a break for example connect to this posture and breathe with it regulate your nervous system and and hold the vision connect stronger to the foundation of your business for example right. and then um we're gonna um, we're going to go ahead and we're connecting to the heart, the leading with the heart, which is um, like really being very clear. What are my values and how are my values um, translating into my business? And how, this is this goes into all directions, into my, my, how to how I communicate with my team, how I communicate with my clients, all of these things. 
And then last but not least is the part of like um, leading with um, sexual energy, with life force energy, where it's a lot about like freeing our roots and like making space there so we can be connected to creativity. And this is done for breathing, through movement, through sounding, through meditating, through visualizing. And usually at this point, many of my clients, they're like all of a sudden, they're very connected to an innovative flow of ideas. It's like, wow, it's like the life is running and pulsing through them. Because what is happening also is like for sitting so much, where like if you think about our life force energy, which is seated in our sex center um, and in our roots, it's like if we're sitting, we're like cutting this, right? And it, it's like it gets very stuck and rigid. And no this flow. is like there's no flow, exactly. And the more we sit, the more rigidity we're getting. And I like this um, um, metaphor of like saying that it's like a nectar that needs to be flowing. It's like our, our life force energy that wants to flow. So it's like, okay, what can I do in order to bring this into flow so I can access creativity and I can access this sense of flow and deep trust within myself and for all my right. business endeavors. Yeah, it's a, it's essentially right tying your uh, your physical state to your mental state at all times, right? So it, it is crazy how we we always expect to treat the physical, but never the the mental or the you know what I mean or the mm -hmm. or the whatever's going on in our head to help us let go of that. But I mean, here's another example for people who are listening is um, when you have writer's block right? Mm -hmm. You could, you could totally tie that to whatever's happening physically as well, right? Or when you have, or if you are, um, if you know about, you know, ancient traditions or, you know, the chakras, what do they represent? Do you have, you know, different blocks along? Is it because something's on your mind, you can't speak? So is it your throat chakra, that kind of thing? I loved learning about that kind of, um, um, mindfulness or spirituality yeah. because it helps okay. you look inwards a little bit so my next question is how it kind it's kind of connected how does how does self-awareness contribute to a leader's ability to see the bigger picture and and how do you see it shifting this business paradigm like once everybody can get to that self-awareness point mm, yeah mm. so um, self-awareness um, for me is like a compass right and it connects you to the to your full landscape it's like your thoughts um, it connects you to your strengths to your weaknesses um, to like the emotions and different reactions in the body when it comes to embodied leadership this takes it even a little bit further um, because it's only connecting you to body and to intuition, so to nervous system, to intuition. So it's like um, a holistic approach that for that fosters um, a deep understanding of self and the ability to, um, to, to, to be compassionate for myself and for others. Right. And, and from there, we're creating a more inclusive and collaborative environment because we're aware of ourselves. So like 
then I can, I'm not acting sociopathic if I'm self-aware. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is like a contradiction, right? right so right. I'm like more um, connected to others. I'm like, my self-awareness helps me to understand also my needs, my desires and my boundaries. And right. so many are trapped in people pleasing, overstepping own boundaries just for the sake of fulfilling a deadline um all of these things and i mean there's nothing wrong in doing that but if this becomes a pattern in itself that is a habit self a habit yeah. exactly um that is self-sabotaging then this this needs to be changed and it can be changed through self-awareness um so self-aware leaders i think they would um they they, they would uh, they are only able to to lead from a bigger picture, not only driven by money focus or by KPI focus, like, you know, self-awareness is so essential for being a great leader. What is needed in our um, times now? Yeah. Right, right. So before we continue with the second part of that question, I just want to do a quick station intro. So for anybody tuning in, welcome. This is Negotiating Happiness, and I'm your host, Adriana Fierstro, and I'm here with the lovely Ariane Lalakea, and she is an embodied leadership coach, and you are listening to 107.7 and 105.3 FM in New Orleans as part of the United Public Radio Network, and we are talking about using our life force uh, in order to enhance embodied leadership in business and in life as we are all connected here, and Ariane is simply teaching us that there. There is a way, and she is the one that um, coaches lots of business owners um, into this way, and is it's, it's very educational, right? Of, to to think uh, to change a mindset, right, or to discover other ways of thinking about life problems, business problems. So we were just uh, speaking about self awareness, and the second part of the question was how can how do you see the shift happening from traditional business paradigm and from what from my understanding and please correct me if i'm wrong um we just need to be more flexible with each other i think um i know like ariane was saying you know we're very profit driven or kpi driven or or deadline driven but sometimes that's just not the way to go if we're going to make this a habit right or if we're going to self-sabotage I heard self-sabotage a lot and I was like yeah I'm familiar <laughs> so is this is this kind of the shift that you were imagining right where we're more flexible with each other and more understanding more flexible with each other yes for sure um but um but also more connected to values, right? And more connected to creativity and more connected to flow instead of from being in rigid structures, being more free instead of top down, being more open to like, um, more away, away from, um, from 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 traditional hierarchical organizational structures into yeah. more human centeredness yes this is 
for sure the shift that I see. Yeah. And and I think we're I think we've started, right? Like you said, um for me personally too, the the reason why I wanted to start this platform is because I wanted to find out what makes people happy and why they went the route that they went, especially in entrepreneurship. Because I do come from a uh, legal background or somewhat corporate, right? Some of a corporate environment where I did not thrive in that hierarchy. I mean, I, I guess like you could say I did, but mentally I was not thriving in that kind of environment. So I think a lot of us that come on this show can relate to, you know, the hierarchy isn't working. The corporate stresses aren't working. This is why we're here. And this is why we're trying to carve our own path to what we think success is. So I do see that shift. I, I see us starting there. Mm -hmm. But I a lot of us start out with the corporate values that we had and the hustle culture and everything. So I do think that there's so much more to be learned to kind of step away from that, even though we've taken that big, scary step, right into into the world of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. We don't we're not, we're not, you know, equipped sometimes to deal with all of the stresses, even though we want it to be in a different way. Um, we're not, we're not always equipped. And, you know, um, some entrepreneurs end up having teams as well. So they need to be equipped with this sort of information so that they can deal with their, with their staff or their team members or their partners in a very positive way. So this is, um, this is definitely mm. something that's very helpful. I, I was going to ask you, Sorry, go ahead. It looks like you were going to say something. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, we already said this in, in the beginning, but it's also about like the shift of like bringing our authentic selves into that, not like pretending that we are like um, um, some sort of perfection, you know, like really owning our weaknesses and standing for that and bringing this authenticity into the way how we're doing yeah. business so this is yeah people are afraid right people are afraid they don't want to show their weaknesses because they think it will translate into like loss of clients or so i can i can see why that's not something that's common right people are afraid there, for sure yeah people for sure there, uh, people are afraid on the one side and on the other side some people they are misusing it because it's like hashtag vulnerability share you know like where people are using this sort of vulnerability as a marketing instrument which is also like there's two extremes in a way and i think it's like um something that we um, we need to find a, a, a good middle ground somewhere. Balance, yeah, balance. Mm -hmm. Interesting that you say that. Okay, so <laughs> I, I did notice, but I thought it was just me. That's very interesting that you say that. Yeah, so unfortunately, I guess authenticity, um, just because you slap the word authentic on it doesn't mean that you are authentic. The other thing, too, is I think sometimes people are afraid to actually be authentic because there's a lot of criticism mm -hmm. on online. There's a lot of, you know, keyboard warriors that don't necessarily understand that human part of doing business. So they tend to criticize um, a lot worse or even even this. Right. I think I was telling you at the beginning of the show, we were. We're very open around here. I was telling you at the beginning of the show that sometimes people tend to, if they don't like content, they will go and report it. And for really silly mm -hmm. reasons like copyright infringement, what there is clearly no copyright infringement, right? Um, and people do that because of their own insecurities. So like, how do you deal with them? You just 
you know they're a part of it and you just kind of move on and you try to make sure you're as constructive as possible. We had one time on the show, we were talking about kind of the the uh, mother load, right? Like the workload of a, of a mother or a woman or whatever. And there, there was a comment that was clearly from, um, from uh, a male um, member of the audience who, you know, just assumed that um, we were two, quote unquote, um, two American women just complaining about their lives. And it was just showed so much fragility in that comment that what are you going to do? Like, all you can do is say, hey. I, this is my perspective and my platform and this is how I can be authentic to my the mm. members that do resonate with what I'm saying. Do I think that I have it the worst? No, absolutely not. There are so many people out there who do not have, you know, in even an inch of the possibilities and the resources that I have and I'm very well aware of it and I say it all the time. But at the same time, this is just my perspective, right? So people have mm. to either respect it or don't watch it. So it's, a, unfortunately, not everybody has that online, right? People tend to be criticized pretty harshly sometimes. And I get why people try, their authenticity is more of like a, you know, I love those, uh, <laughs> this always gets me. And I do it on my personal page too, where we do like an Instagram versus reality post. So I did it recently with my kid. You know, he's all prim and proper sitting his Christmas picture. And then the next slide is him just like losing it on the couch there because he's had enough <laughs> photos. But it's the same thing, right? It's like, what do we curate for Instagram? And what do we what do we actually go through in real life, right? And I think people like to see that, right? I think they do. Exactly. Yeah. It makes yeah, them not so feel bad that they're human, right? <laughs> Exactly. It's about like it's so much about embracing our human mess. Yes, we are. Yes. I am a human yeah. mess. World, it's I a am. sacred <laughs> human mess. Exactly. Yes. And yeah, and, and owning that, right? And I mean, as you said before, I wish that um, these people they could um, have a little bit more portion of self awareness or a little bit more portion of leading with the head, with the heart and with the body. And I love how you've been like handling this and being a, and, and leading, guiding by example of like really trying to educate and be compassionate and empathize with this person instead of going and being like, bam, boom, 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 you know, yeah, and even know yeah, where like, this, this is ends. a professional, you know, exactly. <laughs> what is professional people? What is professional? I feel yeah. like it could be, it's such a varied conversation, but thank you so much, Helen, for the comment. Mm -hmm. um, she's loving the conversations, two empowering voices. I think we're, I think we can be different in the, and the same at the same time, right? We can relate and we can, exactly. we can still make, we can still make amazing things happen, have lots mm -hmm. of achievements, Absolutely. but we can also have our downtime. And, you know, um, I've been on this show with entrepreneurs that have chronic illnesses and they're successful mm -hmm. entrepreneurs that are you know single mothers and are successful or entrepreneurs that are just starting out at uh you know after having experienced so much um of the corporate you know and the entrepreneurs that i've never experienced we're just at different levels and we can all exist together that's kind of what I, where i'm at right now <laughs> right Exactly. And I mean, this is this is also something that I see shifting through this is that we're moving away from competition into really collaboration and yes. valuing our uniqueness and 
at the same time reminding us of our collectiveness <laughs> because yes, it's not only yes. about a one-man show we also know where this leads right it's about like really all of us making space for each of us and totally. and creating this world together this business together this economy together this environment together and like totally. really reminding of that yeah yeah totally and it's the same even with the show i feature uh people that i meet from everywhere it is not a paid um you know position there's no money involved here you know the the businesses that come on here do not pay to come on here the they're we're just simply sharing and collaborating information i love sharing everybody's links and and their projects because i think what goes around comes around right that's that whole idea of mm. you get to make new friends people learn things and i think that's how it should be across yeah. the board right that's how it should yeah. be across the board i i wanted to ask you about a specific example or a success story from one of your clients that has embraced well-being intimacy and the leadership principles and how how has their journey changed or shifted mm, yeah um, I want to share a story from Christina. She is a photographer and um, she had a, a very hard time. She was already established in business, but she found herself like being always on the run to the next gig and like overstepping her boundaries. She felt very stuck um, um, for, um, in her business. And also, especially in her creativity, like this was a job where you think like, oh, this must be something very creative person. But because she was like so much hassling, she had a really hard time to access her creativity and coming to flow. And she found herself pushing a lot, like beyond like working long hours, overriding her body um, um, symptoms. And what, what, what happened in her relationship was that um, her, 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 her love life, her sex life was like ebbing and she had a really low libido. She was very exhausted, all of that things. So what, um, what we were working on was um, to connect her to her body, connect her to her life force energy, working through like shifting those habits she put herself into, um, like all the mindset that comes with it. This is also a big shift, like this scarcity mindset um, that we are so often finding ourselves running in, whereas like I have to do more. If I want to earn more, I have to yep. do more. For example, yeah. like all of this belief or conditions that somewhere we got and step into more like abundance mindset and like really owning yeah. that. We're chasing um, the next pay. We're chasing the next exactly. pay. That's what it is. From, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like really opening up to receive, connecting to the body, connecting with her life force energy. And then all of a sudden we've been working like um, three months together and then after six weeks or so all of a sudden she was like wow she started to be so radiant and she was like um, attracting new clients out of nowhere and it was like wow something is shifting in me you know it's like it's not like this is I think a little bit the difficulty because you cannot put the the, the finger on it it's not like if you turn this wheel this is gonna happen this is it's, right it's human it's a little bit complex 
But the whole thing, what 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 has happened with her is that she could lean into more into her surrender and more into her pleasure and stop the the moving from pressure and like really embody a pleasure driven way of leading herself, of leading her business and the way how she did business. And then she started to be super creative and she was like, wow, I haven't felt so creative in a long time. And with yeah. this, she started to shift her pricing. She has had a new confidence and she was stopping running after that next gig instead of like really leaning into trusting and being so confident that she's gonna bring in that the next people are wanting her, not like me chasing the business, but the business coming to me, coming to right? Her. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, it's like taking inventory of all of your energy and noticing where it's going and maybe redirecting mm -hmm. some of it, right? It's the same yeah. thing with resources when I do things with my clients is, okay, let's see where all of your resources are going and see what we can trim and what we can make new habits out of. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. And all of a sudden you find yourself with extra energy that can go to your creativity, that can go to, mm -hmm. you know, having a great family life or, or, you know, um, just being happy, right? That's the whole purpose mm -hmm. of this is mm -hmm. to achieving yeah. that balance. So we're yeah. getting close to the end here and I feel like we could talk forever. So we're going to have to have <laughs> you sure. on again. We're going to have to have you on again in the new year because I have more questions. But um, I wanted to quickly ask, I, I know that you like to travel and um, what else makes you happy? Like what makes this all worth it for you? The whole grind of being an entrepreneur and you know educating others like what brings you that peace that happiness it could be anything yep. right um well i mean it doesn't have to be one thing <laughs> no it could be many it could be many i have i have people that come on here and say they like to go working out at 5 a.m and that brings them happiness that doesn't bring me happiness but it brings them <laughs> happiness right so it could be anything and it could be multiple things um and i usually ask like like individual you not business you not partner you like what makes you happy like for example for me I used to be really creative and I used to paint all the time. And I think that will bring me happiness the day that I can finally take time again to do that. Or when I can start focusing on travel again, right? Like that is what really makes me happy. And I'm creating a, a work life balance around me that will support that. What is that for you? What is that thing for you that makes you happy? Makes me very happy to hang out in my body a lot. I love it. I love to, to in inquire practices, to take my time for this, to um, like to read about breathing techniques and try them out and see if what I have been reading is true, like a little right. bit like this, this science. Yeah. But this makes me really happy to be in this body. I was for so long, I was so disconnected from the pleasure of being in a body. And now I'm like overly excited about my body, like really, this makes me on a daily See, basis my favorite. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just feeling good and feeling like yeah. yourself, right? And a lot of people go through that where they go through, um, you know, the day to day grind and they lose themselves in it. So it's really great that you are able to just be content and be happy being yourself, learning more things about yourself or what works for you. That's amazing. That's really great. That's amazing. Let's let's take two minutes here and tell us a little bit about your Telegram group. I want to know more. 
Um, so my Telegram group um, is for um, conscious entrepreneurs, for leaders, for coaches, um, where I'm going to share practices, embodiment tools, exercises. I just started it. Um, so I'm very excited about it. Um, I feel um, this is a new way of, of creating community where people can engage with me. It's for free. It's um yeah, I'm gonna be there to answer questions. I'm I'm there to to share more tools, more um, educational stuff around how we can live in tune with our life force energy, with our breath, with our body, and use this for really supercharging our business and our leadership. So, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, as I said, I'm just in the in the beginning, so I'm very excited for everybody to join there. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I um, yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. <laughs> We're going a little bit laggy here. Sorry about that. Yeah. So everybody, go ahead yeah. and click on the link that I just posted in all the comments. It is a free community if you wanted to. Uh, be a part of the beta group because this is this is brand new um, and you have the opportunity to pick Ariane's brain here so I think this is huge um, it is a new platform so I think you can download it I think it has its own app and everything um, and you can get telegram for desktop as well um, so go check it out I mean what could what more do you want if you want biz besties do you want you know more in tune spiritual besties this is probably a really good place to start right <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> so um this is amazing um i am just i just have so many more questions so we're gonna have to put you on the schedule for next year too if you would like Yay. to join us back because yeah, be there's so much more yeah, there's so much more that, that I'd like to learn about. Um, in the meantime, I'm joining that Telegram group and I will stick around Yay. to hear more because Yay. I feel like we all need that kind of support. Um, and isn't it wonderful when you're a business owner and you get to decide how you get to use your time? That's great. <laughs> That's the whole point, right? That's the best about it, right? That alone makes me very happy. Yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. what it is. That's what I keep saying, yeah. right? So that's the whole point of it. So thank you everybody for tuning in. This was Negotiating yeah. Happiness. And my guest is Ariane Lalakea. And she thank is an you. embodied leadership coach. I'm so glad you came on. Um, thank yeah. you to everybody thank in the you. comments. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We, If you guys need to send in your questions. I'm pretty sure I get notifications on the replays as well. If you want to go to my Facebook, YouTube, or um, I think my Twitch account would work as well. If you have questions for later, or you can get in touch with Ariane at Ariane Lalakea on Instagram or on her website, or find me on Instagram at assistant.ontario. And we can um, go with this. A quick announcement about me. If you guys wanted to work with me at uh, this year, my rates are going up in 2024, but day reservations are still open. So just go to, to 
ontariocitizen.com and click on day reservations and you are able to book it with 2023 rates for 2024 if you wish um and if you just want to take a look you can do that too i don't mind take a look at my website um again constructive criticism open we are all open here so again <laughs> thank you so much and thank you to the network thank you, United Public Radio yeah. Network. Mm-hmm. um we will be uh, on again every monday so 107.7 and 105.3 fm new orleans on united public radio network and if you guys wanted to check out some of our shows we're also on roku tv now so give us a listen and click that follow click click that subscribe button so that we can be here for you longer Thank you Yay. so much. Thank you so much, Adriana. It was Thank a pleasure. You. Thank you, everybody, for listening. So good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay.